Greetings and Merry Christmas, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. We are joined by Christmas legend NC and producer Todd somewhere behind him. I was going to do the voice, but it'll get me canceled. So he'll Hello just, there. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Pugs. Pugs, Pugs Dread, who can do the voice. Namaste. Are you telling and, me I can't, motherfucker? I'll do it right now. <laughs> and Mike Kruger. Welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Can't do Santa Dan. <laughs> can't do Santa Dan when we got NC. He's the definitive clause. And for the people who are out there to cancel, that stands for Nathaniel Clause. That is his full name. Nathaniel Clause. <laughs> Pierce Keith knew what's up. <laughs> so that all all put back together because just the cliff you're trying version. to get me you're trying to get me to say words I shouldn't in the first. He lives. He lives. Let's so, take the win, gentlemen. <laughs> MC is an XPW legend, first ballot Hall of Fame, original, original, <laughs> and somebody another member of the extended flesh wound family made the mistake of handing him to mickey knuckles to use I get as a it. weapon the BBWs and nc came up, bbws do love nc but nc came apart when he connected with Terex's head and that's actually incorrect Terex stole it from yeah he took it from mickey and then cracked it Oh, okay. Got that. So if NC lost his head, I'm sure that's the way he'd like it. (laughs) It's unfortunate he didn't shove it up her ass, and that's how he lost it. She she got a barbed wire Christmas tree up. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, so shout out to Pitt Pitt in the chat. Todd, if you can pull up his comments. What up, Pitt? Bugs. Pitt. Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope you're all having a wonderful holiday, regardless of how you choose to spend it, whether it's with family or victims riding the fire truck. Smiley. <laughs> I love, love, you, man. You yeah, love you, Pitt. Merry Christmas to you. You don't have Merry, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Pitt. Merry Christmas, Brian. Trash in the chat. There we uh, go. <laughs> I should yeah. say it's oh. not for a little bit yet, but uh, I think like tonight after midnight or 1 a.m. or something, Pitt. Has an interview. He's going to be on with Gorafobe. So check that out nice. as well. I later definitely tonight. Definitely will. Uh, so, yeah. So we're joined by a legend already tonight. That's awesome. I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. We have uh, two legends here fucking NC and fucking Pitt. We're about yes. to add a third one because I received a, pa- a package here from oh. Germany from our buddies over at Weirdo Animation. Love those motherfuckers. Fucking awesome. Uh, yep. Jesus, that's a big knife, Bugs. Thank you, Evil Ed. He got it for me like a while ago. And yeah, I, dude, that's Dan, a straight up scream knife. What the fuck are you doing cool. with that thing? This is what I used to open. <laughs> I overkill is how I, I feel like I would carve into some slip covers if I tried to use that on my oh. Amazon packages. You're a fucking Neanderthal. So I, I haven't opened it, obviously. I've been yeah. uh, waiting for the show to do and, it. And for the viewers that don't know, uh, Weirdo Animation made Crappy Christmas, which was a short in the December anthology film uh, that was actually cut from the like the final cut of the movie, but the uncut version has the Crappy cr- Christmas segment in it. And it is probably one of the most fucked up stop motion anima- claymation things you'll ever see in your life. But it is fucking hilarious. 
and it is fucking awesome. And it is definitely flesh wound approved yeah. by all four of us. I I, re- <laughs> I remember watching that at, at first and thinking, oh fuck, they're going there. Yeah, <laughs> they're really going there. And it was, yeah. it was discovered the same year we discovered um, Christmas cruelty. So like, it all goes hand in hand. Yes. All right. So first step. Here the box we go. opens with the postcard, which is awesome. Oh wait, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, well, it's made pug. Oh, okay. So let's get you. Give me, give me some. Uh, like there a dan- like a lap dance from Taylor Nicole. Yeah, give me some girth. Wow. Oh, <laughs> you took his girth away. Oh, there we go. All right, so stop motion. Asta lung. That's I'm assuming cool. that that's uh, possibly the school that he runs. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Is that Nosferatu? That's badass. Get that. Oh, a certificate of authenticity. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Screen no news. way! Greasy dildo. Fuck yeah! Signed. No way. So he. So is, is that greasy dildo in the box? <laughs> That's. Oh. I don't. So they, they they held an auction or a, uh, not an auction That's but a sale to fund. Thank you. Uh, Yuletide suicide or the new name which I escapes me and they succeeded so I helped contribute to that. All right, we got some postcard nice. stickers. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there we nice. go. Crappy yeah. cool. More stickers. Ooh, that's great, dude. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> With the oh oh yes. <laughs> I got a couple Gum- sauces. Give you guys some. Gumby gets his revenge. Oh, this is the sticker uh that won the vote. Oh, that's oh, awesome, cool. man. On Instagram. Oh, that is cool. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's oh, see hold on. the uh Four. Oh. Got... oh these are big. Oh, how cool. Same oh, here. some big ones. Nice. nice. Yeah. Very cool. You can make crack. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) You can make some kind of cool tree topper with those. Fucking a. All right. Came in safely. I appreciate that. That's always good. All right. Here we go. Screen used, right? Yes. Yeah. This was the. This is a random keychain. That's not in the thing, but that's pretty Uh, fucking rad. Yeah, dude. That's rad as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> there it is. All right, let's see it. How big is it? <laughs> Holy shit, it's way bigger than I thought. And it's in a nice vial. That looks like shit. Hold on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. That kind of that kind of looks like the shitty finger I have up here. <laughs> There's too many fucking glare. Close enough. <laughs> you have to get take some pictures and we can post on Instagram. Is it hold on? Okay. Just don't touch it. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's like Operation. Uh-oh, yeah. Be careful. Oh, uh. <laughs> Dude. This is cinematic history. This fucking yeah. rules. <laughs> Dan, has, Dan has a full-size one. N- not related to the movie. But. The, oh, the, greasy, the greasy dildo that was inside Gumby and killed the Pope. Let's Dude, go. I'm going to go get some blue mints and put it right next to it because you know how he had the, the, the pills? That's fucking rad. You're gonna need Thank to lube it to get it back in. Put there. it back in. Yeah. Get it yeah, in be, ca- be careful, sir. Be careful. It is greasy. Sit on it. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it is greasy. Going <laughs> in dry. <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking cool. I'm glad that you got that, man. Dude, I almost also almost. bought the bloody one. But I'm like, fuck, I can't really do that. Like, but 
Come on. That's fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> history in your house. Fuck yeah. So thank you, Weirdo. Thank you for being cool to me and, and, and all of us at Flesh Moon. Yeah, dude. I, we are so excited for the next project, dude. We, we'll always have your back. We'll we'll do whatever we can. Please come yeah. on. Yeah, we, we I can't wait for Crappy Christmas Part 2. Yeah. You're going to be the next Disney. Disney is dying, and this is going to be the next big thing. I need you guys and Pitt to collab on an animated uh, Christmas cruelty. Like, it's got to happen. Santa meets Gumby. <laughs> I don't know I'll add an addition to that. So Throw Joe Castro in there. Take it into like a Terror Tunes universe sort of thing. <laughs> I'm in. Speaking of you Joe did. Castro, we see him in one of our movies later tonight. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> Friend of the show. We'll be talking about that. Uh, so, yeah. Have you guys done anything Christmassy? We're down to the wire now. So, it's kind of. Well, yes. We went to a, a Christmas themed wrestling event this past Sunday, which you can hear all about if you go there to you the go. Squared Circle Society. And you can hear go check that out. A dear friend, which I might have already done today. I was going to say, behind the scenes, there was a lot of bad language and, uh, uh, yeah, questionable things. Todd's a very angry man tonight. but I was very upset for a few hours, and then I found that I was worked, so that's that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you that night. No, it's, then, it's, then I, I got distracted, and then I saw someone... It's funnier this way, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Todd is never going to believe anything I tell him now when he leaves. <laughs> right, sure, dickhead. <laughs> the, first, the first story is 100% shoot, though. <laughs> yeah. So, if that makes you feel better, <laughs> I, I threw it out on the show. Like, if, if I can, if, if one of us can be a part of that, throw me off a fucking building, roll over me with your car. I don't care. I will do it. I will run naked in the fucking ring and do cartwheels on glass. But you exactly won't take a, you be. won't take a, a punch to the asshole or the dick. Or is it a I would. I'm not walking up to somebody and it may not even know what the hell I'm talking we about. We already say, said we do. Hey, you know what? Punch we'll, me in we'll, the dick. We'll, we'll see if we can get one. If this we can get rude. that offer still to stand, you know, I might. That is not, I'll just I'll punch, I'll just punch him in the dick for free. <laughs> Damn. Well, anyways, uh, dick punching talk out of the way. Let's get right into our first movie of the evening. Which is a creature was stirring from director <laughs> Damien Levesque. And in this film, a nurse taking care of her daughter's mysterious affliction struggles to hide her secrets when uninvited strangers take shelter in her house during a lethal blizzard. Uh, all right. So, uh, uh, Kruger, uh, hot tag. This one's different, it's a little bit more than just a creature feature. Yeah, man. Um, well, first thing I'll say is going into this, uh, Damien Levesque, he made that movie, The Cleansing Hour, that we reviewed a few years back that I actually yep. really enjoyed a lot. Uh, it was about like a, a social media exorcist that was a fake exorcist, but then he finally had to deal with a real demon while he was like on live stream. That was a really cool movie. Loved that concept. So I was excited to see uh, what he was going to do with the creature feature and I mean, holy fucking shit, man. Uh, just this movie from start to finish really like took me into its world. Um, I just got to put over the acting throughout this. Uh, first off, for horror alumni, we have uh, Scout Taylor Compton uh, in this movie, who I thought played a, uh amazing little side character role. Uh, Aging like wine, by the way. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, still able to play like a uh, college kid, which is kind of funny because I, I think she's she's getting up there now. But uh, yeah, she was great. Uh, and our our lead, Chrissy Metz, uh, I've I have never seen her before. I heard that she's been in some TV stuff. Yeah, she was on but, that one show that everyone was all about. But this man, is us. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. The, the white people know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but man, I thought <laughs> I thought she just did a killer job. Uh, throughout this movie of uh, just playing this character and really just all the depths within the character itself. Uh, hard role to get across, I think. And I, I thought she did a great job. The story of this, like, so one thing I'll say about this movie is there's parts of it that can be very confusing why it's happening. But once you get to the end, everything kind of ties together and makes more sense. Uh, but I, I can't see how that can be off-putting for some people. But I think if you just strap yourself in and take the ride, that's really the way to watch this thing. And that's what I did, man. Um, just fuck. The creature effects alone were something that, you know, are just right up my alley. Uh, this movie, to me, really reminded me a lot of something that we would have got, like, in a creep show segment in the show. Uh, especially with the way the practical effects were and the practical effects were plenty. I'm pretty sure that's what they spent the most of their budget on. And I mean, rightfully so they brought to life this amazing, uh, the best way to describe it is like a xenomorph and a fucking, uh, uh, porcupine had a baby and it was really, really fucking cool looking. Thought that creature, th those creature effects were awesome. We got some good gore, uh, amazing transformation scene. And just as a whole, I really, really love this movie. But then the ending hits. And I felt like I got hit across the fucking face with a metal baseball bat because it just was such a fucking gut punch. Um, I, I, I can see how the ending may not work for some people, but just for me, the way they tied everything together, it just was so dark, so disturbing, and really, really fucked me up, to be honest, and sat with me for a while. And then, like... After I watched the movie, I was like, I don't know if I liked it as much as I think I like it. I need to go in for a second time and see how it is, you know, and how it's going to affect me uh, for a second viewing. And same, I had the same reaction. I think this is a fucking great film. It's one of my favorite films of the year. <clears throat> as of right now, it's sitting in my top fucking five. And I had a great time. I'm going to rewatch this every year. Uh, it's right up my alley with the creature effects, but it's so much more than just a creature feature. And for the budget alone, they really, really fucking are ambitious with what they went for. And I think they succeeded. Right the fuck Awesome, on. awesome. Um, Pugs. Cool. Uh, I agree with you on the creature uh, creep show um, vibe, except I actually like this. Because uh, I don't, I don't you know how I feel. About <laughs> the show. I don't like the show, dude. But but I if if this would have been a segment in that, I'm like, oh yeah, that this is pretty cool. Because like the coloring, the lighting, the way it's yeah. shot, fucking that has creep show written all over it. I, I I really dug that part. The monster is cool as fuck. That 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 the way it moves too and got around, kind of like a. I don't know, it felt like, like a video game, like, like demonic movie. Sonic the Hedgehog, dude. The, yeah, Knuckles, <laughs> or who's the black one? Yeah, uh, Shadow. Shadow, there you go. Um, so that was pretty cool. Scout Taylor Compton was awesome. The dude was cool. The chick who played the daughter was great. But yeah, the 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 chunky chick, uh, the the lead, 
uh, she needs to be in more horror movies. And I just I need to see her more in general. She's fucking. She rad, dude. she did a spot in American Horror Story, and I can't remember. It was where. about a decade ago. She was uh she looked a little different. Oh okay. yeah. yeah. Matt, there's a, there's a lot of talent in that lady. So yeah, uh, yeah more from her, please. Sorry, <laughs> that kind of came out I can wrong. Laugh at that motherfucker. BBW. <laughs> and on like um, where the story end, ends. I was very, very interested in that. I would like to see a version of that played out straight because mm-hmm. um, I don't think on your first, uh, I don't think it'll hit what a lot of people as, as strongly as it should. Cause I'm, I'm with you Kruger, except like, instead of watching it again, I just kept thinking about it. I'm like, that's pretty cool. We don't get that that often. We get that story uh, type of telling often, but like what the character did, we don't get that version that often. So I thought that was fucking cool. Um, I guess story-wise, it could have been a little stronger, but this worked for me. I was very entertained. I liked it. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so going into this one, I I didn't really know anything about it going in, so I was kind of thinking more cheesy Christmas horror, which is the bulk of what we're getting. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised that this is more uh, scary Christmas horror, which is you can do. Like it's a shame more don't try and do something a little more serious. Uh, so this is much more than just a creature feature. Those elements are great. In fact, it almost at times reminded me of Splinter, which I think mm, is a, ma- yeah. a masterpiece. Uh, some of the best effects we've seen in a creature feature in the last 20 years on Splinter. That movie's it's getting just- old now. Fuck. <laughs> It, well, it might. It's, it, it's probably coming up on fifteen. <laughs> yeah, something it, like that. I'm pretty sure it is uh, like fifteen years old. It's like yeah. 2008. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> so it, it gave me those vibes when it comes to the creature side of things. Uh, early on, there's a very surreal, bizarre vibe. So you, you get a, a feeling that there's more than meets the eye, and there definitely is. Um, you know, again, I'm not going to give any of that away because I do think this is a more complex storyline. But I, I was just wondering, I was like, really? Somebody breaks in, two people break into your home with ski masks and you're going to let them stay? Like, I, <laughs> I understand, but I would have killed them both. I agree. Like, I, w- I would have pulled that bat out of the one and I would have just, doesn't matter. Um so I, there, there were a few things where I was yeah, like, okay, might have got a little worse. Just saying, <laughs> there's a, a more than meets the eye. Uh, the brother, Scout's brother, actually is the uh, the the young young man, I guess at that point in in Stakeland. Uh, that's what I recognized him from. A great vampire movie. Uh, I I love the way it kind of comes full circle. There might be similar endings i suppose but the way that they went about it i thought was fresh and worked for me it 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 made sense uh there's a lot of little things i do think this warrants a rewatch because there's some subtle stuff in here that when it all comes full circle like i said it all works i have a couple minor gripes um so scout taylor compton actually doesn't always work for me I, I think sometimes her performances aren't great. And I'm not a, a Rob Zombie's Halloween hater like a lot of people are. So it, it's there's no uh, baggage there. Um, 
she just doesn't normally hit a home run for me. I can't say she's a great actress. And I don't know I, if I, I see her a certain way that I couldn't buy her as a Jesus sort of freak. You know, like I, you kind of you I can't feel... think of one impressive Scout Taylor Compton performance. Like one that's like blew uh, me away. A creature of stir stirring. Well, <laughs> even, yeah, but even she that, doesn't. She doesn't have that May. She's not an Angela Bettis. I'll put it that way. Like I know she's popular in the community, but I don't think she's a great actress. But I mean, she's okay. She doesn't do anything too distracting. It's just she's pretty. Sometimes <laughs> that's really that's you don't have to do much. If you're that. I didn't even recognize that it was her till like. Yeah, she looks better know. now than she did back then. Yeah. You want me to be controversial? I know, I, Go for it. I don't. I don't see the big deal on that front either. I, I see it in here. It. I didn't see it in in Halloween. Yeah, dude, Halloween yeah. too. Come on now. Mm -hmm. you, you do understand she's like supposed to just kind of be like an like Glory Strode, not like the Beauty Queen though. I mean, that's kind of like the point of her being in Halloween. I, I get it, and maybe like particularly by the point you get to Halloween two. I, I I don't know. Maybe I take I, it back. I think Halloween two is her best acting work. Never mind. That one actually. Yeah, yeah. Me. I mean, she's not the star of this movie or anything. And again, she doesn't. She's fine. It's just I'm not as sold on her. But Dan just uh, had to go and dig on her real quick. <laughs> well, yeah, the incel in him could not be. <laughs> Every everybody like worships her as like this great actress. Now Danielle, I don't, I don't worship her as a great yeah, actress, but she's in some shit I like. I think people Dude. are just happy to see her, Dan. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anyone's like, God damn, that Scout Taylor Compton killed it in that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. never, I've never, never heard that either. I don't even but, think her mom yeah, said though, that shit. I like her. Uh, I like the way she's held up yeah. over the years. You're a solid hand, sweetheart. And now Jesus we're never Christ. getting her. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get buried on her podcast with fucking Daniel Harris now. So these fucking pieces of shit. Get some Rogan. That I was that? No, <laughs> the piece of shit over there, Scott yeah. Taylor Compton. Do not fucking want me in with him. They rated me a five. Fucking I just ass. put her over for Halloween, too. Even though I don't like the movie. There you like, go. Like half no, the I, I'll, I'll put her over in that, too. I hate yeah, that fucking like, movie, but she's great in it. She's like the only part of that movie I'm really interested in, that whole yeah. dealing with that shit, but whatever. But you know who is great in this is uh, Chrissy Metz. I really... I'm trying to think, other than American Horror Story, what I've actually watched her. And I know that This Is Us, Us show was a big deal for a minute, but... Uh, I got... I don't want to say... I don't want to say got tricked into it, but I saw that one movie she did breakthrough. It was all religiously goddamn sons of bitches. <laughs> oh, is that the one where it breaks Her, through the ice? And yeah, like, the boy breaks through the ice. And yeah, why did you go and see that? Because that seemed because very... I used all three of my movies every goddamn week, and that's all there was. Because that looked like Maybe very I watch whatever I watched. What? That that was like obviously propaganda from the trailer. So I was like, it, it, it timed out. It was what it was. Yeah, but okay. I, I will go see dumb movies and find something that's good. Like I, that Eileen or whatever. I fucking love Eileen. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you do get surprised. That's the that's the best thing. That's I feel like Todd's just like, I don't care if it's gay porn. If it's 90 minutes and that gets me to the next showing, I will fucking watch it. I, the only way I allow that, I guess it has to be 3D for me to like over. <laughs> yeah, shoot it over here. Let's get that 3D. <laughs> the 3D on the on the gum shots was just yeah. Anyways, Todd, you started that. A creature was stirring. I I really thought this was great. On a second watch, 
it, I could even go higher, but I really like this a lot. Effects work, top notch, uh, great lead performance, very haunting. I think ending. Yeah, uh, and I can see in the chat something different. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can see different opinions on it, but uh, we've watched a lot of cheesy horror, cheesy Christmas horror in recent years. Some of it's good, some of it's not so good. I like that this one went more serious, and uh, I loved it. I, I thought it was damn near a home run for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This, I, you know, it's funny when you were like, you had made a comment like, "Stop what you're doing and watch this." I was expecting a totally different kind of picture. Yeah, when you did that, so I was like, "All right." So, and I, I was watching I something, so I watched it right after. I remember that, but yeah, not what I expected. Totally loved it. It, it, it wasn't at all. I get why you said it now, but it wasn't what I was expecting. I think that going in with a different set of expectations and coming out with this, which. Like Dan said, there is a lot of just like, you know, light Christmas horror Mm -hmm. or there's stuff that tries to be serious that just totally misses the mark or just comes off boring. (laughs) This is none of those things. This thing's awesome. Um, Yeah, this is definitely one to add to the yearly rotation. All right. right. Well, let's rate this bitch then. Let's go. What do you got, Kruger? Uh, I'm a four and a half out of five. And I, I I wasn't sure it was going to stay a four and a half after my first viewing, but after watching it the second time, deserves that rating. And uh, definitely one of my favorites of the year. Good way to close the year off because uh, we're almost completely done, so we're going to have to start those top tens pretty soon. So uh, this one snuck in there for me. Right on. I am a four out of five. It's really good. Dan? I am a four and a half out of five. That could even grow. That yeah. could even grow. Um, I'm with Pugs. Um, I'm four out of five with room to grow. Sweet, right. sweet. All right, guys. So moving on. And as always, drop your thoughts on uh, these films in the chat. We love hearing from you. And the comments, that's important as well. Helps the channel grow. Uh, so, all right. Our next film from director Melissa Vitello is Abigail. And in this film, in 1976, troubled teen Abigail and her mother moved to a small Alabama town in hopes of escaping the girl's violent past. She uh, violent past. She befriends the boy next door, Lucas, who is mercilessly bullied by a group of kids at school. Determined to help him seek revenge, Abigail takes matters into her own hands, but quickly spirals out of control as Lucas begins to uncover the dark and twisted nature of his new friend, things take a deadly turn. Now he must choose between standing by her side or stopping her before it's too late. All right, so uh, Abigail. Um, so this one, uh, I got to put over Ava Cantrell, who plays Abigail yeah. Cole, and Tren Reed Brown. Who, uh, uh, we li- Am I back? You, you, just, you stopped at Brown. I think you said something inappropriate yeah. after that. Oh, Tren Reed Brown is Lucas Wright. The two actors have a lot of uh, chemistry. Uh, so, uh, and I thought their acting was great. Now, having said that, this movie kind of opens giving you the vibe that this is going to be a slasher film, uh, the opening scene anyways. But then as we get into it, this is really a 
teenage love story that just happens to be about a psychopath like it but it for the most part for most of that running time it's a teenage love story um i and you know what it's not a bad one in my opinion i i was into the two actors i felt really bad for lucas who's you know being really mercilessly bullied uh old school too he's the hard f <laughs> uh 1976 yeah they they don't and they you know what they do a good job rather than yeah because he felt bad for him <laughs> like oh yeah this yeah. is how, I, how people were bullied they don't like lighten that up i mean they this is seven, 1976 and they treat it as such and i'm into it for what it is i do feel like after that opening there's going to be some some specific horror fans that are going to be checking their watches a little bit like okay when are we getting to the horror uh and i i think thank god it does have the chemistry because if these two leads weren't on a, on point you'd have nothing here that this movie would be a slog i think i would have liked certain aspects of this more if maybe uh abigail's mom was incorporated into the story a little bit more. Uh, there's there's some stuff that, that's introduced and it never really goes anywhere. The the necklace that she gives him. That goes uh, somewhere. What do you mean? It, it yeah. kind of does. No, it's 100%. That is integral, dude. Yeah, I know. What, yeah, there's more, though, that you could do. And I, I would have specifically liked to have incorporated the mom more into where things go. Uh, they they do an okay job of establishing Lucas is, you know, he he, he can't catch a break. He's miserable at school. His mom back in nineteen seventy six. Yeah, he's not going to catch a break. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's tortured. <laughs> but I still feel like I don't know. Actually, when they said the word bunny, I thought they were talking about the girl. Uh, and then I felt like a moron. I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, snow bunny. Good job. Oh, wait. No, that's the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way he was being bullied, I actually thought, like, okay, is the character, are they going to go that route with him? Is this going to turn into something like that? Um, I don't know. It, it It's an... <sighs> It's an okay teen romance with some some horror elements, is how I would pitch it. Needed, there probably needed to be a little bit more horror to satisfy. Yeah. I mean, it bit. is a suspense picture, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's introduced as a slasher, though. I don't know. Well, what did you guys think? Oh, I'll I'll go. <laughs> I fucking love this one, and I totally related to Lucas. Not about being bullied, because whatever. But you like, just wanted the white bitch. We know. Yeah, that, I would. <laughs> I do. Bugs has fallen in love. watching this movie. Fuck yeah! This little girl showed up dressed as sexy Chucky. I had to Google her age. I'm like, I, I can't be doing this. I'm like, oh thank God, <laughs> just just got in there. But yeah, I totally would have been like, I wouldn't have been that rude to begin with. Like, yes, ma'am, sure, I would go hang out with your daughter, no problem. And then she's cool as fuck standing up for him. I'm like, yeah, she, this is a damn bitch. Um, is, is she trouble? Yes, I would have gotten a lot of trouble with this dumb with, with her ass. But um, yeah, I I thought yeah, I thought they were they, the chemistry is there. Um, the situations were fucked up. The opening set me up to, in a good mood, and this it just drew, drew me right in. I was I was invested. 
And I was wondering where the nexus was going to go, and it does happen to play a big part, which I I don't know how I don't know how you connect that, but that whatever. Um, I like where it, around. Where it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I like the journey and I like where it ends. I think it's stuck the landing. Um, if we have more in the future from these characters, I am in all the fucking way. I, I absolutely love this movie, but I like teeny shit too. So, um, yeah, this was for me. I, I enjoyed the fuck out of this. Uh, Abigail, all the fucking way. <laughs> I am 150% with you, Pugs. I didn't touch my phone once, yeah. beginning to end. I was engaged. Um, uh, like like the situation, it was just like you know, getting more fucked up and, and progressing more. And they like they swerved you like quite a few times. Like even from the beginning, where you expect you're getting one thing, then they switch it up. Then you expect you're getting another thing. And even with you know, one of the kills, you're like, okay, you expect you're getting one thing. It, it, it there was a lot of that, and that's what I liked. It kept me like, okay, I what is she like? What is she really going to do? Like how, you know, and it kept me engaged through the whole running time. I, yeah, I'm surprised this one didn't hit you. Although I, I knew. I'm surprised it hit you as hard. I'm surprised. Because I like hard. movies about people. This is more real. Well, I didn't, than 90% I didn't just of this like it. Watch. This I just is exactly like yeah. when I say I like the other A24 movies because they're not there. They live in a different world. And that's how I feel the like this still films. You mean? Didn't I say non-horror A24? You said other. No, I didn't hear you. You said oh, other. Okay. Sorry. Yes, sorry. Um, but not that I'm saying this is that, but I'm saying it's just a story about people and fucked up people in this case. But yeah, I I loved it. Absolutely. Same. I, I think the story didn't quite match the performances. For I just me. think Dan's just never ran around with a crazy girl. <laughs> like, I get it. Unfortunately, I, think- I have. <laughs> so maybe that's the problem. Unfortunately, you seem like you might have ratted her out. Damn, <laughs> you, you like crazy it. girls. That's what's wrong with you. No, you okay. need a little crazy. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? Uh, but I, you know, again, I don't want to give the impression that this is a bad movie. It's not. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it didn't hit me at the moment. That's possible. Um, but it's funny because yeah. I kept putting this one off for last because I wasn't sure. <laughs> I had read the synopsis, and I it, it what the synopsis that I read was like totally like not what I got, which I loved, but yeah. um yeah it, it just and I watched it last and I was like holy shit I I don't know what I was waiting for I love this movie I already feel like watching it again I want to see it again yeah Damn. is it, this feels like it's a, a rub for you this year the movie rub rub was really good Damn. rub was a shock that was probably the most surprising movie of the wasn't year, that this so. year yeah that was this year I don't know what yeah. This year, what the fuck are you talking about? You I said, said if it's like another rub this year. year, yeah, yeah. like it. But it's not uh, like you see, your your problem, Dan, was adding the words this oh, year. Yeah. You should have just said this feels like another rub. Uh, adding this year made us feel like it was last year. I think rub, both. which we watched together. That movie was awesome. So don't ever say we watched uh, rub together, Dan. I don't care if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> just don't say it. All right, so Abigail. Uh, well, I'll be lower, obviously. So go. Um, for it. I I am a two and a half. Pugs? But the performances were a five. So then average out to like a three or some shit? (laughs) Anyway, your math sucks. The numbers don't add up, right? Denier. Uh, Abigail, for me, is a five out of five. I fucking love this movie. Wow. Wow. It's also a five out of five for me, so. 
Nice. Damn, this might be the furthest apart we've been. I I would say Kruger would be closer to me, but I don't You know what? He's like, well, if that little kid would have been a different never mind. It, it just it was he would have like, been I wanted Chucky for me. Too, yeah. I don't see anything you like the story I've seen before too, so I don't know. I stories like I, I if have if I've seen something before, like I know where it's going, it's not always gonna determine turn me away. Like Titanic. I know the ship fucking sinks, but let's see what they do before that happens. That that works for me. As long as I'm entertained, and this I was very entertained and visually pleased. We need a, yeah. we need a Tarantino like once upon a time in Hollywood Titanic. Ending where you just totally flip that. <laughs> just, make it the fucking Godzilla. God, God, yeah, yeah, Godzilla fucking pops out and fucking throws the Titanic fucking yeah. across the Antarctic. <laughs> See, I was gonna say you throw in a CG John McClane and just have him smoke a <laughs> Die hard, fuck yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It's like old school, like terrorists on a boat, and he just stops. Well, I mean, I've always liked movies that you get your switch on, like something just like swerves you. I mean, I mean, obviously the ultimate ones from Dust Till Dawn, but <laughs> you have me wanting to watch this again. Like I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm being harsh. I just, I didn't think it came together as good as it did for you guys. But I fucking loved it, man. There you go. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so Abigail, check that out. Uh, it's on VOD now, correct? Correct. Yes, right. and two of us gave it a five out of five. So there you go. And and you Kruger. Kruger's like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I ain't watching this shit. Teen love. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was worried about you, Kruger. I'll be honest. I was like, uh oh. You think I, I, I want like I want... this? I killed Pikachu, goddammit. Yeah. yeah, stay tuned for uh, Patreon to watch me kill P- Pikachu, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fucking, I, I, saw, I watched the trailer and I was like, eh, I think I'm good on this one. Okay. All right. Moving on to our next film, which comes from Wild Eye Releasing, and that is Nightmare on 34th Street from writer-director James Crow. And in this film, One Cold Christmas, a strange, sinister Santa arrives to visit Peter and tell him four Christmas horror stories. So, uh, as the synopsis suggests, this is a Christmas-themed horror anthology. And uh, coming from the UK, Bugs, that's just his review. Uh, so Over anthologies, people. Like, fucking tell one story at a time, please. Uh, I like anthologies. I Not all. But do you like two-hour, ten-minute anthologies? <laughs> I... I do not like two hour and 11 minute anthologies. <laughs> 10 minutes, I might have been okay. Uh, so, so all of these kind of, it's four stories. It all kind of comes around and, and connects. One issue I have with these is, well, number one, the runtime. And it's way, it's just too deja vu because they're all similar. They're all kind of like a home invasion type angle. They're all fairly it. good. <laughs> which is also frustrating. <laughs> they are. I, so it does a few things right. And we've talked a lot about this. Uh, it doesn't go the CG blood route. Having said that, there's a lot of cutaways and aftermath stuff with the kills. Um, and I, I will say that's the better way to do it. Uh, it. That's much better than just having the computer blood spray at the camera, which I really thought we were going to get in this. I like that. 
uh, as you said, I think most of the acting is pretty solid for an indie horror movie. Uh, there's some familiar faces. If you're UK based, you might recognize uh, Lucy Pinder, who I believe was like a supermodel. Yeah, yeah, I, I at one point. Yeah, what she. I'm trying to remember uh, she was in strippers versus werewolves as well years ago uh but she was quite famous uh we also get indie uk scream queen danny thompson who again one of those names you may not known but she's kind of a veteran at this point she was in uh christmas sleigh which we reviewed on uh slash miss years ago uh, female zombie riot, pumpkins, pandemonium, convention of the dead. She's just popped up in a lot of low budget UK stuff. Uh, I think sometimes this plays it serious for the most part. There's a little bit of comedy, um, but I think this works best when they are playing it a little bit more serious. I thought the story uh, that they did with the uh the ventriloquist was a little bit too familiar like it was fine but it's like okay i've, I've seen the, this before. The, the fact that it was a snowman is what made it, it charming yeah it's a snowman i get it <laughs> but uh i think uh a couple of the stories would have been fine as just shorter movies and that's the problem like okay you could have given me a good 60 70 minute movie from this story rather than trying to stretch this out and make me watch two hours and 11 minutes where a lot of this just feels a little too, too close to, to, to for me to sit and watch this in one sitting, which it's a movie. So I got to judge you a little bit on that. I should be able to sit through it without watching it in chunks. And uh, this is one that made me feel like I needed to just split it up a little bit to enjoy it more. Um, but there are some the, the story with the priest like that which had a lot of twists and turns i'm like that is a 60 70 minute movie and it would have functioned great on its own uh and i thought that was quite good so it's not all bad here i don't think any anything falls flat on its face by any means it just wears out it's welcome that's all it's the yeah, way yeah it's it's the structure of it that doesn't that that ultimately fails it for me yes I agree. I agree. Uh, but it's well made, mostly well acted. There is some makeup. There's a Krampus story where the makeup's like, you really, the budget shows. They should have just out. brought out the Krampus from the reckoning and I would have been happy. <laughs> that is, that is, you know what? That is a very special effect. Very uh, special. That's the PS1 shit. We <laughs> 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 do one Krampus movie with you Kruger and this might have been towards the beginning of your run on the show but I just remember like what's this fucking bullshit like it was like awful uh, so I don't know they go practical but practical is not always good either so. now I want uh, I want Krampus the Reckoning versus the Christmas tree <laughs> oh no the killing tree no yeah, the killing tree <laughs> alright I Killing Tree is a more than a notch above those Krampus knockoffs. I am sorry. That that Krampus one I refer to, you have to watch in the right mind frame. It's pretty shitty. Yeah. Reckoning's the one with like they the all PlayStation have PlayStation One graphics. Okay. I thought that was 
Christmas Devil is a rough one too. Krampus the Christmas Devil. That's another rough one. They're all They're rough. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, the yeah, only yeah. good Krampus movie or thing that has Krampus in it that isn't Krampus itself is uh, a Christmas Horror Story. That yeah. Yeah. I like that one. So uh, a good I mean, anthology. Where, where do you guys stand on this? It, it's middle of the road. I, I should like. Yeah, I should like it more because the quality for the most part is is pretty high. Um, but it just it overstood its welcome. And I, I will fully admit I was invested in the first out in the first two stories or so. And by the time we got to the priest one, which is towards the end, at least where it comes around, I was kind of like, it's about fucking time. I want to check out. Please make this stop. So that's gonna hurt it. But yeah, I, I can't not recommend checking it out other than it's a long fucking movie. Uh, yeah, I just I just wish they trimmed the fat down, and I would have liked it more. There, there's something yeah. here that I like, but yeah, because like even like the angel, the angel David Bowie looking kids, <laughs> they were cool. There's yeah, there's a bunch of shit to like in here. It's just it's too fucking long. So that's it needed it needed an edit job, and like I, that the the puppet story. It's weird because again, I didn't even hate that, but I feel like you could have almost no, there. removed it to make this flow a little bit better. I, don't know. I do that, hear a lot of people saying that the ventriloquist, this is a Batman thing, like wouldn't be wouldn't would not be able to be be a villain in the movie. I think the snowman proves them wrong because you can make that if he's like scary and like just like it looks like a creepy serial killer at times. Yeah. I think it could work. So. I think that part is successful. It's just, it's the it's it's just too long, too fucking long. Yeah, yeah. And I hate to be like, yeah. I mean, if you watch it in pieces, but I mean, that's not the point of a film. That's a collection yeah. of shorts. Yeah. Which yeah. and this one is doesn't even feel like that's what it was. It felt like they were going for a theme, but it just it was too close to get. Yeah, I. Yeah, it, it's weird because like I don't think any of the acting or the stories were particularly bad. It just didn't work together as a whole for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think we're actually in agreement on this one. Um, I can only give this two and a half stars, and it's too bad because there are certain points where it, it rises above average, but two and a half again. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna give it a three, but I can't. It's two and a half. It's just fucking we're out. It's welcome. All right, we got one big taint. I'm a two and a half also. <laughs> <laughs> and with a nightmare on 34th Street, like that title's cool, but whatever. It was like it was like Dan. Dan will get this one. It was like some of those those 2000 porn parodies that just use the name. God damn it! Give me something to do with the, what you're parodying. I want Freddy killing little kids on Christmas. Something. <laughs> there, there's a Freddy one uh, whose name I cannot uh, say, but it's uh, the whole gimmick is you get like this kind of Freddy guy, and they just have tinsel everywhere. So he's like banging this girl, and there's like tinsel like on his Johnson for some I can't reason. Say the name. It, it, it's a slur, but uh, it, it, uh, it, it, it was so. Like, really? Like, you're not even trying. You get into the 2000s, Axel Braun territory, and it's like they try and actually make good. I, it was my fault. I'm sorry, guys. I said the P word, and now he's <laughs> off on a tangent. <laughs> Axel Braun is All a right. goddamn. Okay. <laughs> 
He is. He is. I I think I never talked to him, but I think I might have like seen him at the AVNs. And I regret not actually get I talked I got to hang out with James Dean briefly, which was really cool, but uh never brawn, unfortunately. All right. I, so I, moving I on with the greatest porn director of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is Slava, sir. Two of the greatest. All right, all right. I'm gonna right. tell Rob you said that too now. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but he's kind of like obvious, so it's like, yeah. He's also not just a director; he's like a mogul. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of the greatest porn directors of all time. There you go. There you go. And uh, you know what? You forgot another one. We know a lot of directors because you've also got Tom Byron who directs. Well, he wasn't there, so I don't. Yes, and also okay. that's that's an editing adversary. <laughs> Not an adversary. We're all the same team. Yet, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> there you go, Todd versus Tom Byron at Merry Christmas oh, I, Three. I, I, <laughs> I know the soft spot. <laughs> call them out vertically. <laughs> NC on a pole match to determine. NC will not enter the ring anymore. Yeah. Not of this earth. We'll just leave it there. He's retired. Uh, are we right. back to this movie? Are do we ready? Are we in between? I don't even know. Now. We're going uh, to the next movie. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. So make this one good, Dan. Which is a night caller from director. Give me a better intro, Dan. Remember, I'm going to clip this out. Give me a poppy intro, something that welcomes us. All right, guys. Next up, we have a review of director Chad Farron's new slasher film, Nightcaller. And uh, so Nightcaller features television psychic Clementine Carter is pulled into a complex web of mystery when she receives a call from a serial killer. Predicting his murders before he commits them puts her into a terrifying game of cat and mouse. Enlisting the aid of her invalid father and clairvoyant co-worker, they must use their unique abilities to stay one step ahead of the maniac whose unspeakable acts in the present are nothing compared to his past and future. Uh, all right, so Chad Farron uh, tends to be a favorite of the show uh, and my dog. Uh he uh, has been on our radar, I guess it's like unspeakable, right, Todd? Which is weird to think that that's like 20 plus years ago now, like yeah. 22 years ago. Once, so. once those immortal words have turned that frown upside down, I was sold. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and lately, I think Chad's been on a roll, a very different kind of film, but Exorcism at 60,000 feet, I thought was a blast. Oh, I yeah. thought that was a lot of fun been using a lot of the same cast Viling has been popping up in a lot um, muse. <laughs> robert miano uh one thing i gotta say about Viling before i get into the movie she is awesome it's like she i swear she just chugs like 50 red bull before he yells <laughs> and she's like she's like so like yeah i uh i uh talked to another director who I'm sorry his name's escaping me at the moment that worked with her on the gene generation which is actually really good and worth watching uh with her for a starring role and he said the same thing she was just so fucking like dedicated and in it that yeah he said she was really cool uh he passed away too so rest in peace uh so Nightcaller 
this has a lot of good things going for it. I, it. It's like when a stranger calls kind of with a medium thrown in the mix. I thought that was a really unique uh, uh, take on it uh, with the, the creepy calls coming in and the visions of the murders. Um, also, cast-wise, uh, not in everything that Chad does, but Steve Rails back. Fuck yeah. Always good to see Steve Rails back playing a psychopath. Uh, he does so much, even when he only has like a small role. That guy is terrifying, and he always knocks it out of the park. And this is he's no my Gene. Yeah, yeah, I know you're. We we, we keep saying we're going to review that. We got to review and my this. Charlie Manson. Yeah. Uh, so the Richard Band music as well. This has it really elevates this because it is a lower a, a lower budget movie, but everything feels bigger when you have like that kind of a, a score, which I thought really added to the film. And this movie is a love letter to everything that we enjoy. I mean, uh, the, the Patrick gag, cause Robert Miano plays the dad of Susan uh, Priver's character, Clementine. He's just a movie fanatic. He used to go to the drive in. So there's a lot of callbacks to not, not just the big stuff, like, you know, Patrick, and uh, there's a, a lot of love for like New York Ripper and different things in this movie that I, nice I really enjoy seeing. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, uh, particularly we'll, we'll get into it later. Um, so nasty, gory, some really good practical effects, and uh. <clears throat> I, I really I really had a blast and and just a good cast Susan Priver who plays Clementine I thought she felt really authentic and real she uh, reminds me of Lynn Shea a lot and in a very yeah. good way uh, specifically Lynn Shea's character in the Insidious movies I think that's kind of what they were trying to channel and I, I thought she hit a home run with that shit yeah she was very good uh, the, the, great character actors in this Lou Temple. Uh, who plays the killer's dad in flashbacks, also a great character actor. Um, he, he really he really pads this out. There's a lot of humor, too, and it, it's balanced well because it's kind of hard to have that gritty 70s grindhouse feel and still get away with some of the gags they have in here. And I, I think it all comes together quite well. Um, I, I want to throw out... Uh, and I, Steve Railsback, I don't know if he always looked like him, but he definitely looks like him now. Lloyd Kaufman, have you looked at them recently? They have aged into the same human being. They have like the same cheek and chin structure. Yeah. Was- yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> something about that. I don't know. I mean, Steve Railsback is the better actor. I'm sorry. R.I.P. Uh, what? Huh? Yeah, didn't he die? No. What Who the fuck are we talking about, Todd? Steve Railsback couldn't die? No. No, he's alive and well, Todd. Stop be okay, who am I thinking of? Oh, I don't know. He's fucked now. He <laughs> <laughs> I just kill him? <laughs> Angel of death. Uh, damn, Todd. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so- I hope he comments on this video. Just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, I, was thinking, I can't think of who I'm thinking of, too. What's wrong with you today? I'm still alive, you son of a bitch. I just <laughs> want that comment. Uh, so, I'll figure yeah. out who I was thinking of. <laughs> I I really enjoyed this, and it, it's strange because 
I don't know if maybe the distribution hasn't been great because of this I, it deserves a little bit more attention than I think it's getting. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, again, kind of a theme from earlier. It doesn't make the mistakes that a lot of movies like this make. It you know keeps it practical, um, and even the actors that don't have as much screen time, they make good with it. Kelly Maroney's also in this. Uh, I had a blast. What did you guys think? Yeah, this was a really fucking good time. Uh, it definitely has a almost jalo, like supernatural jalo feel to it, which I really liked. Uh, practical gore galore. I loved the killer and his backstory. I thought was really, really cool, especially in those flashback sequences with uh, Lou Temple. Um, Fucked up, too. Yeah, really fucked up. Also, the look at the killer with the, you know, the blacked out face with the wig or scalped head. Really, really cool looking shit. Um, and I I, I loved uh, Susan Pryor's character, Clementine, and her dynamic with her dad. And just her dad's character, I thought, was so fucking cool. Uh, and I was just really, really... I, I loved all the characters. Uh, and I... Just in general, from watching like the last couple of Chad Farron movies that I've seen, uh, you talked about Unspeakable, and then we just recently reviewed Pig Killer too. And uh, I, I just love the tone of his slasher movies. You can movies. see it. You could, you yeah, could feel that they, it's a Chad Farron movie. Yeah, yeah. They feel like they belong in the same universe. Uh, and yeah, overall, this was great and a nice little treat. I really wasn't expecting like a ton from this movie. Uh, but I do remember watching the trailer a while back and thinking it looked pretty cool. But man, it it, it definitely exceeded my expectations, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised to know that we were getting a sequel that we're going to review after this. So, uh, yeah, uh, I had a great time, and I definitely recommend it if you're a gore hound fan of ja- like cheesy Jalo movies and uh, just a fan of other Chad Farron slasher movies. I agree. This movie over delivered for me. I actually watched these out of order. So this was like a prequel for me. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it works just like that too. But if you can watch it in order, uh, I, yeah, Steve Rell's back in the temple. They, they kicked ass. Clementine was awesome. Uh, that ball of energy is infectious. Violent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like she's a lot to deal with, but she's fun and I highly recommend it. Yeah. I had a fucking blast. And uh, again, Knife sex. This is Cannibal Corpse approved. So I, I dug this. Yeah, I know yeah. we were supposed to cover this one a couple years ago and it just fell in between yeah. the cracks. Um, I'm glad that the sequel like really got us to do it because mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we should have been able to be talking about this the last couple of years because I loved it. Um, I mean, I since Unspeakable that that day I've become a Chad Farron fan. Yeah, and great if any if anybody is a fan of like just extreme horror in general go watch that shit it's really one of the more fucked up movies i've seen over the last few years yeah 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 need, we need that come on whatever vinegar syndrome's new line is i want that one on blu-ray um like trauma meets com yeah just like very well combat shock also trauma but yeah it's like that like man i feel dirty watching this even yeah. though i'm laughing at some of it <laughs> Subjective um, perspective collective. Who released it or where can you see it? Well, right now it is currently streaming on Voodoo, Tubi, and Freevee or Amazon streaming, all with ads. 
So yeah, check it, check it out for sure. For fucking free, man. That's definitely yeah. worth it. And I, and out of those, I'd go with free freebie. Cause it's got way less ads than voodoo does. Jeez. Your voodoo's the worst. Voodoo. Well, we were what, what what were we watching? Uh, it was one you couldn't wait on. I can't remember which it's on voodoo is unwatchable because it does no, not. but but we had to watch a show on there. Was it the fucking oh it was uh, Master of Horror or Fear Itself? One the of Fear Itself, yeah. And it was like a fucking do ad every no, five minutes. Yeah, it. don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare. Um, <laughs> Glad I had the DVDs for that one. <laughs> Um. Well, but all right, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> all right, let's rate this bitch yeah. and get on the scalper. Absolutely. Um, for me, I'm a three and a half out of five, but that's not to say there's some uh, there there couldn't be some room to grow, and I definitely want to watch this one again. Yeah, I am a four out of five. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I'm a four out of five as well. It, it really had a lot more. I think great director, the Joe Castro effects work was great. Uh, and uh, just that Richard Band score, it, it had a lot going that elevated it. It might still be a B movie in a lot of people's eyes, but I think it really gets elevated for me. And uh, Steve Railsback, one of the more underrated character actors of all time. That dude is awesome. And Todd... All right. I've already expressed my love for the director, so shocker mine will be a little higher. I'm a four and a half on this one. I, I really enjoyed it. Nice, nice. So we're going to go... Oh, wait, you know what? I do want to throw out one one little uh, trivia bit. The 1957 Ford LAPD police car used in Nightcaller is the same exact 1957 Ford Custom that Janet Lee, Janet Lee buys with the stolen money in Psycho. That's oh, cool. wow. Yeah. Very cool. yeah. That's interesting. I wonder how he got a hold of that one. That's that's kind of cool. I, Hollywood. Yeah, it, it's the same one used in H two O and even Leave It to Beaver. It's a Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood cars. You know. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is cool. Uh, all right, moving right into the sequel, and then we'll uh, main event with Santa Stein. Uh, but before we get into that, the sequel uh, from, once again, writer-director Chad Farron, Scalper, uh, picks up shortly after the events of the first film, and uh, Clementine is now a celebrity. She's doing the TMZ talk show circuit, talking about her experiences. She and Biling, who's now bawling and living in like a Hollywood mansion, are, are all... Uh, enjoying their newfound fame before a new series of killings start happening in the area. Has the killer returned? Is it a copycat? We do not know. Uh, so, Scalper, uh, what did you guys think? Um, I, I had a lot of fun with this one as well. Um, I like the returning faces from Nightcaller uh, with Clementine and especially her father. Uh, we got a little Jake Busey in here, yeah, which was which, which was pretty rad. And I I, I loved his uh, character playing that cop. Um, He's part of the, the acting troupe now. <laughs> yeah, right. All, all the characters were great, yeah. and I, I really liked the story. I mean, it opens up with one of the most fucked up things I think I've seen all year. 
uh, with a uh, <laughs> certain uh, fucked with a knife scene involved with uh, some human excrement on it. Uh, yeah, that was fucking disgusting and really <laughs> fucked up. But uh, very bad parents do it. I was uh, like so happy. Yeah, yeah, dude. The wipe, the wipe was everything. Yes. Uh, <laughs> just th- th- that it was on the knife. I was like, yes. Yeah, man. It, th- this movie's really <laughs> fucked up. Really, really fucking good. Uh, they deliver, I think, even more so with the gore in this one uh, and just the fucked upness of some of the scenes that we do get. Um, also, just some of the, like, dude, the fucking, the guy who he did that to, when you find out what that motherfucker did when they're in that autopsy room, I was like, oh, man, this movie's getting really, really fucking dark now. <laughs> uh, so this pulls no punches. And... uh I, I thought it was a great follow-up to Nightcaller. Uh, I could definitely use a third. And, uh, yeah, let's keep this thing going. Fucked up slashers with good gore and just, like, the right amount of humor. Uh, I'm all in for all of these. And, uh, again, it, like, Scalper, Nightcaller, uh, un, uh, Unspeakable, and the fucking uh, Pig Killer, they Pig all killer. just they all feel like they belong in the same universe, which is cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for uh, Chad Farron adding more into this world of fucked upness fuck yeah uh i yeah I, count me in with kruger here i'm on a third one uh the story it just it continues which is awesome because sometimes sequels kind of you know they tend to do go off and do their own thing this one um explains more uh yeah this is it's, it's not a like a um it doesn't degrade itself it just a sidestep this is just as good as the first one in my opinion which is kind of showing my hand uh, but yeah, I, I just I'm glad I watched uh, these two so close together. I wish I watched them in order, <laughs> but yeah, it still works as a as a prequel thing. But yeah, the 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 knife in the, in the opening scene, like, damn, you're setting me up for something big here, and and it delivers the rest because it's fucking gory as shit. And then you know you have a movie fan in there, and you 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 fucking love his room and what he uh, his version of. An afterlife thing, but yeah, that's fucking wonderful. That's what and, I hope is I hope happens. <laughs> and it didn't feel like a lot of times. No offense, Dan, that it was just shot in someone's room to be shot in someone's room. Uh-huh. Like it did. It felt like it felt natural. It didn't. Yeah, feel yeah, like, yeah. I know you guys shot in your house, and that's what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can uh, tell. There's a difference. It felt. I even, which is funny because Dan's is real, but it didn't feel real. That's <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It, like I believed him mm-hmm. as, a, as a movie fan, and yeah, set up. I, I did think one thing was funny when he. I won't say the movie, but he was gonna watch one movie. I was like, "How are we gonna pull this off?" And he's like, "Oh, wait, wait, wait," because <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that movie's yeah. not public domain. You're not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that <movie's real>. <laughs> and then he picked, and then the movie pick was public domain. I was like, "Okay." I just, like, how are we going to work around this one? <laughs> yeah, and, and the humor, I mean, it's not, like, some of it's, like, really simple. Like, when she, like, just bare maces that reporter. Yeah. Like, like, that FBI guy that was watching her and, like, you may want to call an ambulance. <laughs> like, he was snotting out of his eyes. But she just, like, oh, well, my bad. Uh, yeah, and then drove off. She was like, fuck you. <laughs> Um, yeah, as you mentioned, this does up the gore. Uh, there's some nasty, uh, skinnings, some yeah, stabbings. True. The, um, 
Joe Spinella approved. I, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm not giving anything away, but there's like a, a skin mask that's kind of a recurring thing in this that really looked great. Again, yeah. Joe Castro even appears uh, in this one in a small role. Uh, he really did top notch work. And, uh, and yeah, and I really like the way they kind of incorporated the the spirits and tied in everything. It's it's good to watch these back to back because again, mm-hmm. it picks right up. It's not one of those movies. There's a lot of indies where sometimes they'll kind of like just more or less ignore the first movie, and it's it's understandable. It's hard to do a sequel nowadays for a lower budget movie because it's it's like well people are going to feel like they have to see the other ones. So we're just going to go a totally new direction. Uh, this, they connect really well. And but I they hope they work separately though, too. Yeah. Well, and the thing with well, this, yeah. well, and the, well, and the thing with this one too, uh, it d- definitely delves more into the supernatural element of the story. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Usually I hate that and I think it's like super hokey, but for whatever reason, it just fucking worked in this. And I, I thought that was impressive because usually on the lower budget level, it's really, really hard to do some of that supernatural afterlife going into the, you know, other realm stuff. And I, I think they did really great for what the budget was. Yeah. Uh Yeah. No, they did an amazing job. And I hope maybe some Vinegar Syndrome sub-labels will take a look at these two, especially with Pig Killer, which I, I think seems to be selling pretty well. Uh, yeah, I, I because, think it yeah. is uh, uh, the same studio, so I wouldn't be shocked to see that if, if my memory yeah. serves Scalper and uh, Pig Killer same studio. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, also, uh, I should say another film of uh, Chad's Parasites from, I think, like 2016. Terrorvision Films just put that on Blu-ray. It's kind of an assault on Precinct 13 type thing with uh, with homeless people. It's it's That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's always worth watching. Like I said. Uh, we we got to make a point this year to do Easter Bunny Kill Kill. Maybe we'll do a double of that and somebody's yeah. knocking at the door. Yeah, Ghouls is another early one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got that from Blockbuster because I couldn't buy it anywhere. That was when they were like, oh, yeah, you, you can rent it. And if you don't want to bring it back, you just pay the rest. So I'm like, all right. I just pay it now. I'm just taking it home. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dying days of Blockbuster. No, that wasn't even the dying days. Remember when they eliminated rental late fees? Yep. And you just bought it after X amount of days. I'm sure. Were you working there during I that? Was, plug? I was there when that transition. Oh, happened. I'm sorry. Yeah. That must have been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people are dumb. <laughs> so, yeah. So there you go. If you did bring right. it back, though, we would refund you. So. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. A lot of people are lazy, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll just pay it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and rate this one and then we'll get into our main event of the evening uh so this one uh i am once again i'm four stars again i was really impressed with this and i i like chad farron's vibe uh i am a three and a half out of five i am a four out of five once again i am a four and a half out of five yeah this was just a sidestep for me it was good yeah that's what i'm saying i can't i can't yeah. It's on par with the uh, on the first one, so yeah, I'm four and a half on both. So maybe when he wiped the knife on the back, it just got a little too gross, even for me. It, it, it'll get that extra half star in 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 the third film. 
<laughs> so moving on. Yeah, where do we go from there? <laughs> <laughs> you you make you wipe it on their tongue. <laughs> no, no. Now we just need a Kevin Gage run in. Needs a partner right. for the next. One. Before we ruin my late night snack, our main event movie of the evening is from Screenbox, and it is Santa Stein from co-directors Manuel Chameleon and Benjamin Edelman, and this follows. When Max Causey was six, he accidentally killed Santa Claus, trying to prove his existence. Twelve years later, Max rectifies his mistake by resurrecting him, but soon realizes the creature he created is a bloodthirsty killer, and it's headed straight to his friend's Christmas party. So Santa Stein, um, uh, once again, this is kind of a late addition for us, and we heard the name and figured like okay we got to get santa stein in before christmas and i'm gonna say this before i get into it uh, a lot of uh indie horror films try and uh clone that mid to late 90s b movie feel Uh, and this is surprisingly authentic uh it really does feel like a proper 90s throwback film that at times feels like it could have been made then uh and not not a lot nail that uh, there's a ton of films that try this one i think is more successful doing it than a lot of other uh indie films and i gotta say i'm impressed with that uh the story is pretty cool uh obviously spoiler alert uh santa as we know him dies and we're living in this world where kind of christmas died with him because we pick up years later, uh, what a and wonderful world. <laughs> the way I won't spoil how Santa goes out, but it's pretty, pretty hilarious. Ben Grimm says and, uh, this movie was too dark; couldn't see what was going on in some scenes. A little darker. Um, I didn't so, have that issue, and normally I'm the first yeah, one to call it out. Well, it's a little less bright because, again, we're kind of establishing that the spirit of Christmas died with him. No, um, yeah. One of the girls' like parents, you could tell they just had no passion anymore there's some specific shots like we're looking at like autumn leaves and shit that uh, <laughs> oh yeah those, those, those are like just fucking orange yeah <laughs> that, that might have been just a last minute call like i think we need to film this early so let's just there we go we got some nice autumn leaves um i like that i think the the world building was pretty cool with this and uh and yeah man i had a lot of fun with this one uh from the opening, uh, the fact that this really did feel like, like kind of in the vein of like a bolt neck, which exactly is exactly like the, the one I was going to throw out there too. Yeah, exactly. bolt neck with Ryan Reynolds, Shelley Duvall, that Judge Reinhold. That's a great cast. This is a good double feature with bolt neck. Uh, it really is, and I, again, I'm not saying this is a masterpiece, but I think they did. A Fun great too. job of yeah capturing that 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 tone, which is tough, uh, and also very ambitious. There's a lot of action set pieces in this one. It gets pretty wild uh, at the end. Uh, maybe could have been a little more gory in portions of the film, but uh, I I really had a lot of fun. This one made me feel like something I would have rented when I was, you know, a, a, a teenager in the 90s. And, uh, and oh, 
I will say one of my favorite uh, kills, which is an homage to a Christmas story. I yeah. thought that was actually really fucking cool and made me pop. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I'm I impressed with this one. As a guy who watches a lot of movies where they just don't quite get it right, this this really perfectly connected with that, you know, late 80s, 90s feel uh, quite well. Um, and as far as Santa goes, uh, I thought the actor that played him did a good job uh, under the, you know, under the circumstances. We kind of slowly see him turn kind of greenish and give that classic Frankenstein's monster vibe. But the look is not perfect. I might have tweaked that a little bit, but it was, you know, still cool. So I got to ask, what did you guys think? Because... I I was surprised. I, I did like this a lot. Um, the one thing I was going to say with uh, the death of Santa, I think once all the Karens find out, if this would be theatrical, all the white women would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of what they expected with Silent Night, Deadly Night, because <laughs> they offed them. I mean, obviously, it's it's not a spoiler. It's the name of the fucking movie, so they had off them in this. But I just thought that. I was like, okay, we're going there. That's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm with Dan. 90s feel beginning and i i thought it was fun it was great um and just the story progressing i mean it wasn't you know it wasn't new i mean you kind of know you know but it was completely fun beginning to end um as soon as i finished it i was like well i know dan's gonna love this i'm definitely gonna be putting this one in my annual list i'm curious the most about kruger where did you land on this kruger I feel like we watched a different fucking movie. That's I hate oh. piece of shit. <laughs> Holy, Holy crap, Cougar. That doesn't shock me. That doesn't shock me either. Movie, bro. You're younger, it. though, so I think it might make sense. Like, you didn't... We I, had... it, it, Dude, the tone of this fucking movie and the characters and everything felt like something out of a fucking goddamn, like, Disney movie. Like, that shit really, like, just was off-putting to me. I didn't like any of the fucking characters, the stupid high school drama bullshit with the fucking kid wanting to throw the party. All of that shit was just fucking. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Some teeny the bop retro movie. Christmas te- party. No, nah, dude, it was like I'm watching some teeny bopper horror bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I I didn't like this movie at all. Uh, I thought the characters sucked. The effects, for the most part, sucked. <laughs> I, 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 the only reason this movie's not a zero is for the fucking Christmas story kill. Uh, but outside of that, like, this is honestly one of the fucking hardest watches for me all fucking year. Uh, yeah. I, I, I could not stand this fucking movie. It just was not made for me. Maybe a fucking, you know, some 10-year-old out there could enjoy something like this. But I'm not. a lot older than 10. Yeah, but you have the you memory, that, too. Yeah, but dude, that's, your, <laughs> that's your demographic, so. <laughs> I I really I'm surprised. I thought some there was I'm not the, surprised. The decap. I knew you were gonna like it. Lights. I didn't think you were gonna hate hate it. Uh, I fucking dude. The, the hate was strong. You know what? You didn't you didn't have to watch some of the other you didn't have to watch as, well as you know, much as I laughed during the movie at the stupid shit that was going on. That's when I'm like, yeah, hey, I don't think Kruger's gonna like this. I didn't think you're gonna hate it. I was just like, I thought you'd be like a little more in the middle. You're not entirely wrong about one thing you said though. Like you well, Disney, oh he's entirely wrong so about the other like like uh there's films like Boltneck that it feels like if you take some of the R rated elements out, it does have that Scooby Doo kind of feel to it. It does. Even something like Idle well, Hands, Disney, which I no, love. No. 
like I'm not even saying Scooby Doo though. Like the whole high school portion of this movie is something that would be like on the Disney Channel in like a fucking show or a movie. It would be some stupid high school drama about like a fucking kid that's throwing a party and you know she's she's a nerdy kid but she's trying to be with popular kid. Like it's all that fucking bullshit. I just like I've never liked that. I didn't even like it when I was a kid. And, and like that, that was just very off putting to me. And then, you know, you had the Frankenstein character and maybe if he would have looked fucking a little bit cooler, I would have been more into it, but it just looked like fucking cheap effects. And uh, I mean, it's tough with the beard because you don't see a lot, but uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. More fats and don't take our roles. Um, yeah, I don't know. This for me was just an absolute blast. Um, there were several points where I was just jumping up in my seat. Just I'm just like, gonna say this well, now when we do, do the bolt neck watch along, I think Kruger can miss that one. <laughs> bolt neck would be a pass for Kruger at this point. Uh, I, I wasn't one. jumping up in my seat like like Dan, but I did have a lot of fun with this. I did like all the characters, and I didn't mind uh chunky Santa. I do like a fat Santa, but again, one of my favorite Santas yeah. ever is fucking Billy Bob Thornton, and that guy's super skinny. So popcorn yeah. night. Idle hands, bolt neck, uh, that sort of stuff. Just sit down, add this in the mix, and you'll have a good time. You really will. Kruger, have you seen very bad things? <sighs> what the Shut fuck up, dude. What, what's it about? It's not, it's not a horror movie. It's it's a comedy with uh, comedy. Christian Slater and um, John Favreau. Daniel Stern. Jeremy Piven. I'm looking. Carmen Diaz. If they, if they, if, I think if there's any Summer comedy Fest. out there. No. No, okay. If there's any comedy out there that you would like, I think it's that one. So add that to your list, dude. And if you want the non-comedy version, I recommend Stag. <laughs> Kill very bad things, Kruger. <laughs> Stag, Stag, the... disrespect Stag. No, no, Stag I'm not disrespecting awesome. Stag. Stag is awesome, but very or bad. the Norwegian comedies. <laughs> ben Grimm, Kobe Tai. That's Shaggy Kobe Tai. You know, I have Rope in 4K, and I have not watched it yet. Oh God, damn! What isn't that your favorite? Yeah, I know. I I just because talking about that made me think of RSVP and RSVP is like the rope gotcha. remake so, kind of. Th- yeah, sorry. I think we're gonna be very very far apart on this one, which ended up being a theme tonight. Abigail didn't hit for me; it did for you guys. And this obviously, yeah. So Santa Stein Kruger, you're gonna be the lowest. So let's get the negativity ha- out half first. star out of five. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I give this one four and a half fucking stars out of five. We're far apart. I had a I had a lot of fun with this. I but I a, get not everybody's gonna like this tone, so I get I it. am a three and a half out of five. I did like it. Todd. I'm not far off. I'm a four out of five. I really like this one. And we have a question from Daily Ghost. Yo, Kruger, you have any relatives in Massachusetts by any chance? Maybe. No. But uh, I, I did. I, I did respond in the chat. Kruger's oh, not my okay. shoot name. So. Ah, there you go. There you go. Um. So, oh man. Uh, interesting reviews tonight. All over. But as always, please weigh in if you think we went too high, too low. Uh, give us your thoughts on these movies as you see them in the comments. That always helps out the show a lot when you leave a Watch comment. Abigail, Ben Grimm. Def the highest scored show you all had. I know for me, it's the highest I've probably like for one show the whole year. 
Uh, I don't keep track. I don't either. Yeah. I, I, mean, uh, I should start. Yeah, we had some average in here, though, too. So, yeah. Not a yeah, lot but of it. It seems like on this one, the ones who liked them really liked them. Yeah. yeah. Creature yeah. is stirring, dude, really fucking blew my mind. I was like, wow, I'm fucking putting another goddamn movie on my top 10 at the end, this like late in the year. I know. I think that was the only one we were all pretty much on par with. Yeah, I'm really curious to see our top tens this year because I feel like we're gonna have a lot of crossover. I think so. Yeah, I feel like we normally have a good seg. We normally probably about normally about half of our list have the same thing, but we'll see this year. We're closing too, though. There's some promising stuff that we we'll have a couple cram shows as always, uh, and I think there could be some late minute stuff that's gonna pop up on our. It always list. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. There's usually always at least one or two, maybe, depending on the list. Uh, so, guys, after this show, we are going to watch uh, Kruger commit a a crime against the the great nation of Japan uh, on Patreon. Jesus, uh, what for another Godzilla. That's yeah, why. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come down. Kruger, Kruger is going to trigger another war. We've got enough wars going on. Uh, hey, 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 yeah, 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 Calm down, SS Dan. All right. He's <laughs> somewhere I, did, I didn't kill an anime icon, Kruger. I'm sorry. Dan's anyway, Colorado. After the show, go on Patreon, and we will be showing two of my matches that I had this past weekend as Christmas Kruger, who is returned for the first time in about six years. So uh, Ben Grimm says Krugzilla trampled Japan. <laughs> New shirt well, coming soon. Yeah. We uh, all do zomb- Yeah, Zombie asked, uh well, you took it away, Todd. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, you do a New Year's Eve show. I cannot do a New Year's Eve show. I don't know about you guys. I can't either. Maybe not on Eve, but uh, but on New Year's Day, you can yeah, watch the debut of Flesh Wound Fist with Die Hard, which you can also see early access right now on Patreon. We also have another new Patreon I put up today. Oh, wait, no, that one's coming up tomorrow. We have another new Patreon right now. We're going to be live. <laughs> so there we go. Two Patreons today. Oh. Uh, I guess it's uh, Zombie's birthday that day. Oh, so happy early birthday, buddy! Yes. Oh, happy birthday, Zombie! And and what's up, Rusty? If anybody I missed in the chat, oh, yeah. we got what's a up, good Rusty? chat tonight. And also, don't forget to subscribe to uh, Flesh Wound Gaming. I've been streaming a shit ton on there recently, trying to make my way through Aliens: Dark Descent on PS5, which has been a very I- big pain. Yes. I heard Mortal Kombat 1 got added to the PlayStation Store today, so that's something I should go jump on. What do you mean? To the to the 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 subscription gimmick. There's no way, dude. That game just Yeah, came... I just I got the the announcement today that it was added. Get out. <laughs> well, well, while we figure that out, we can wrap and head over to the Ooh, Ben Grimm, End of Days is a New Year's action movie. He is right. Yes. And patreon.com slash flesh features it all starts at just a dollar and even if you're not a wrestling fan you might want to see kruger murder an icon yeah, and yeah just beat the war. shit out of somebody in a pikachu mask <laughs> <laughs> hey kayfabe come on and peak uh I'm pikachu. pit wishes everyone a merry christmas hey merry, merry christmas, christmas pit and I, 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 kicking it. yeah 
Gay he for Fahey shirts. See, it's they're demanded. Well, they're demanded. as soon as Dan buys one of our shirts, I will have those in the store. I'm, Todd, I'm going to PayPal you it. Do it for me. Ship it out to me. I don't know what's wrong uh, with him. Uh, right what's up with him? Do it right now. I don't know what's wrong. Hey, I, mean, I can't order PayPal, right now. We'll PayPal him right now. That's what I'm saying. If that's how you want to roll. Go, I yeah. also threw it a we'll UEW shirt if anyone wants the retro shirt. And a UEW beanie, so that's a first. I got to get me one oh. of them. Oh. Nice, nice. You gotta get fucking Kruger shirts on that bitch too. Right, whatever. Yeah. And Dan can't buy them. He's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Gayhe for Fahey. All yeah. right. Let's go. All right, guys. We'll see you over on Patreon. Thanks and uh, have a Merry Christmas and keep your eye on the channel. More content coming. Good All evening. Right. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Pikachu. Mary. Merry Christmas by Humbug, and I'll see you in Disneyland. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.